Something was brought to my attention by someone I coach uh, in the world of self-storage. Something was brought to my attention about the relationship between apartments, rents, and storage rents, a relationship I really hadn't thought about or put a whole lot of thought into. Let's talk about that today. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage. And I'm the creator of the Quick Start Academy. And the Quick Start Academy houses the self-storage boot camp I offer, an on-demand version of it that will take you from wherever you are all the way to putting your first project into service. There's a lot of resources there, a lot of the forms, uh, a lot of the paperwork that we use in our business is included in it. And if you'd like to learn more about the premier training I offer, you can go to thequickstartacademy.com or go to creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com and look for the on-demand quick start boot camp. But a friend of mine was talking to me about something he, a metric he now uses when he's looking at a project or looking at an area to put a project in, and it was the relationship between apartment rents and storage rents. Specifically, how this relationship can impact self-storage demand. And even more specifically, how this relationship can impact the per square foot per capita. Now, given that many people I work with, especially this guy, is a lot smarter than I am, I paid attention. So what I did was, first of all, I Googled a relationship between apartment rents and self-storage rents. And now I know everybody's Google algorithm and what shows up in a Google search is different depending on where you've been. But I couldn't find anything on it. I found the usual self-storage facilities and the usual spare foot and the self-storage facilities in the local area and the pay-per-click on self-storage that were there. But I didn't find anything of that I was looking for about what we're going to talk about in this relationship between apartment rents and storage rents. So I went back through our projects and got data as, as well as I could on the projects that we had recently been working on. And I was very interested in the most recent expansion we've done and how that looked because I felt like that information might be more accurate. When we did our initial feasibility report prior to acquisition, it showed that there was demand, about a 60,000 square foot gap between supply and demand in this particular submarket. Now this project was on the coast and as happens often, especially today, it took longer to do the construction project than we anticipated. Hurricanes came through, we had a problem with one of our contractors, etc., etc., and it was well over a year in construction time. The county was harder to work with, all the normal things that you'll find as you do construction projects, especially today. And so we were late coming to the market later than we anticipated. And a lot of 
new square footage in our trade area hit the market before we did. So what I kept doing is I kept with the subscription services I had at the time, I kept pulling up and looking at that sub market and I noticed that per square foot capita creeping upward and upward and upward. And I was concerned. Now I didn't like voice my concern to my partners or my investors or my lender, but I was really nervous when we finally hit the market. And then shortly after we hit the market, we were in the first quarter of 2020. Remember the first quarter of 2020 when the pandemic hit? How fun that was, everything getting shut down. The first quarter of 2020 self-storage rents and, you know, took a dive. Well, anyway, I was nervous about it, but this project exceeded our projections on lease up. So, and we just sold it. Uh, and made way more money than I ever anticipated we'd make. So what I did was I went back and I pulled up what apartment rents were in relationship to self-storage rents. Had I looked at that at the time, here's what I would have seen. The average apartment rent at that time in that market was $1.49 a square foot per month. The average climate controlled storage was 136 and non-climate was $1.07. So self-storage rents were well below what apartment rents were. And this is what my friend was having me put my attention on. My friend tells me he believes when apartment rents start getting higher than storage rent, that puts more demand on storage because going into storage is a more viable option and a less expensive option for many people than moving. Now, we could also, it's not a big gap to jump across to say that if apartment rents are going up, housing costs are going up too. I haven't done research on the relationship between housing costs and apartment rents, but I'm sure there'll be a correlation. So even if you know, 50% or more of my trade areas in single family homes, it's probably not a big leap to say that if apartment rents are higher than storage rents, then that means housing costs are going up too. And storage becomes a more viable option, a cheaper option than moving, and certainly a lot less hassle. Now, how does that impact demand? How does that impact the equilibrium of storage in that particular market area or trade area. I don't know. It just makes sense to me. I don't have a way to quantify if apartment rents are more than 10% above storage rents that that puts an extra square foot per capita on what equilibrium is. I don't know. I call on the industry to begin to explore this relationship. It just makes sense to me. And I've noticed as I went back and recreated the projects as best I could in the projects where we were really accelerated in our lease up, it appeared that apartment rents were higher than storage rents. Is that the only metric? No, but it's a metric we're looking at right now. And we're looking at potential projects. So hopefully 
smarter minds than mine will be able to do this research and come up with some type of relationship. All I, I've talked about this before, but all I know is that sometimes in some markets, what I'm noticing is what uh, appears to be overbuilt on the square foot per capita doesn't match what's actually happening on the ground as projects in 13, 14 square feet per capita are leasing up very, very fast. So I think as an industry, we need to really dig down in and maybe adjust how square foot per capita is calculated, like there's more variables on what equilibrium would be than just population and supply, and maybe even start using other variables like consumer spending in the area. So as an industry, we've evolved quickly. Perhaps it's time to evolve how we look at supply demand. That's my thoughts today. I'm Mark Hell. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Storage World Analyzer, which is the financial analysis modeling tool we use as we look at self-storage opportunities. You can find out more about it at creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com or storageworldanalyzer.com. I think you'll like the reports it creates. See you next week.